This is the last Jumu'ah of this Mubarak month, which which means that the days are very, very numbered, as we call it. There's barely any time that is left in this Mubarak month that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with. We have been listening about the importance of Ramadan, the greatness of this Mubarak month, the virtues. We would have been listening to this even before Ramadan commenced. And during this Mubarak month, we would have heard it, heard it repeatedly. But, but when the year, the year comes, the year comes to an end, financial year comes to an end, then the business person starts doing a stock take. Stock take. He starts checking what he has earned, what came and what went, what's the sum total of all the effort that, that was made. When a person has spent some time in some time in some study, etc., so at the end of that whole course that he has done, he is waiting for the report. He is waiting to see what is the result. Does the result say that he has achieved the object of his study? He wanted to gain in that degree. He wanted to gain some pass. Did that come? Or did that get left aside somewhere else? And he merely just got some other sideline things. So every person at some stage or the other, he does some stock take. He checks what's going on. He wants to know whether he was successful in his full in his purpose in his endeavor or whether that just went by the way. So likewise, this is the last, this is the last Jumu'ah of this Mubarak month. Allah knows best whether we see such times again or not. And it is these last moments which on the one side it was this very very great bounty of Allah Ta'ala but at the same time it becomes a very very a very very a very 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 scary situation if one considers it in the light of the Hadith Sharif where Rasulullah says the Hadith Sharif where Rasulullah came into the masjid and he stood on the first step of the member and said Ameen the second step he said Ameen the third step he said Ameen and then he came down the sun down the sun down the Sahaba inquired that this what was the meaning of this so Nabi explained to them that this is what happened that Jibreel came and he invoked curses can we imagine obviously, obviously he came by the command of Allah Ta'ala he didn't come of his own accord. He is the greatest angel of Allah Ta'ala. He will not do anything without Allah Ta'ala's command. Allah Ta'ala commanded this, that such a great ni'mat I have given my servants. So now this is also something that they should take, they should take note of. They should take note of. They should take note of. That you go and invoke these curses. And Nabi Wasallam was instructed, Ameen. Say Ameen on this. And among the three things, one was May that person be destroyed who Ramadan came and he didn't gain his forgiveness. 30 days Allah Ta'ala gave, 29 days, 30 days, 30 days, 30 days, whatever the total would be. And so many days of the showers of Rahmat of Allah Ta'ala, of all the doors of mercy being opened out, 
all the opportunities being given, everything being made conducive for the servant of Allah Ta'ala to come back to him, the shayateen being chained up and the doors of Jannah being opened out, the doors of Jahannam closed up and everything made conducive for the servant of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala to now turn his entire attention to Allah Ta'ala and connect himself to Allah Ta'ala. But 29 days, 30 days passed and in that entire time he didn't manage to gain what that object of Ramadan was. He didn't manage to gain the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala, of Allah Ta'ala, of Allah Ta'ala. So this is the very, very severe situation that Rasulullah that Rasulullah is saying Ameen to the curse of Jibreel that may that person be destroyed the month of Ramadan came and he failed to gain his maghfirat failed to gain his, his forgiveness why? because he didn't take care of what the actual purpose of Ramadan was so the finishing line is not far off we don't even know whether we have so much of life left ourselves but if we live till then that finishing line is very very close now and before we see these last few days off we need to take the stock of ourselves we need to take an account of ourselves what have we achieved thus far in this time that Allah Ta'ala afforded us this opportunity Allah Ta'ala gave us what have we achieved on the one side, mashallah, if we have been engaging ourselves in ibadat, we have been performing nawafil, we have been reciting tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, making tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, we have been making some zikr, been making some zikr, tasbihat, we have been doing some other works of righteousness, and we are doing things which are pleasing to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, then indeed Allah ta'ala will reward tremendously for all this. But, if a person has gone to school, he has gone to university, he's gone, he's gone to some place of study and at the end of the year he gets a lot of awards, a lot of awards for extracurricular activities. He got the best prize in the speech contest and he got some other prize, a prize for some other extracurricular activity. So all these extracurricular activities, he got a lot of awards for it. But when he comes home, the parents want to know where is the report. So when they see the report, the report is saying failed. The report is saying that the subjects that he had to study, the course that he was, had undertaken, that is all ringed in red. All those marks are ringed in red. So now all these awards, all in its place. You see, but the purpose, you didn't, you didn't pass. You haven't graduated. You didn't get any promotion. So you you lost out on what the actual purpose of your going to study was. So likewise, mashallah, the Mubarak month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala gives tremendous awards for every good a person does. Every nafil action, Allah Ta'ala's awards and rewards, that it's multiplied to the reward of one fard action. And that is something beyond our imagination what that reward is. That a person can spend a lifetime performing nafil, performing nafil, that a lifetime of nafil can't equal the, can't equal the reward of one fard. Allah Ta'ala is affording that opportunity. So all these are the awards Allah is giving. But the report must say that we acquired taqwa. This is the thing we need to check. What have I acquired? How much of this taqwa has come in my life? One is that mashallah we are fasting in this Mubarak month. This is the short fast we are keeping. 
there's a short fast and there's a very long fast as well. The short fast is the short fast of the days of Ramadan. No matter how long it might be, in some countries it is 28 hours long as well, but, but it's still the short fast. At the end of the day, when the sun sets, that fast will also be over. That fast will be over, somebody will drink some zamzam, drink some zamzam, he'll drink some, he'll drink some water and he will quench, he will break his fast, he will quench his thirst. That fast ends at the end of the day. This is the short, this is the short fast. In the, in the short fast, we gave, we gave, we gave up halal food and drink for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. Why? Because Allah Ta'ala commanded that in the month of Ramadan, during the day you will fast. So despite that food being halal, despite that water, despite that water being halal, which you will drink and eat at the end of the day, Allah has made it permissible that after the time of the fast is over, you will eat, eat and drink that same food. But during the cause of the fast, you will not touch it. So now this is the short fast. It's teaching us this. It's teaching us, it's teaching us to learn how to keep the long fast. The long fast, the long fast has started from the time we became Baliyas. Allah Ta'ala bless, Allah Ta'ala bless, Allah Ta'ala bless somebody with Islam from that moment, from that moment, from that moment he became, he started, he started the long fast. And when this fast will end, when the sunset of his life sets, of his life sets, of his life sets, when the sunset of his life comes, when he is now like the sun goes beneath the horizon, the fast, the fast of the day, the fast of the day, the fast of the day is over. When his horizon, the cover, horizon, the cover, when he is put inside that horizon and he is now laid to rest in that cover, that is the time when his life has left him. His fast has broken at that time. In this dunya, the person breaks his fast with drinking some zamzam, some water. The fast that he kept, if he kept it correctly, he kept the fast of this long fast, this fast of life. Because just as the fast of Ramadan, Allah, Allah made certain things impermissible, eating, drinking, etc. impermissible during the day. But at the end of the day, all this will be permissible for him. But there are certain things Allah has made impermissible throughout, the, throughout, this, fast, throughout this fast of life. Allah made zibat and backbiting impermissible throughout the fast of life. That he can't eat meat or eat any food during the day of Ramadan. He can't eat the flesh of his brother throughout his life. This is what the, this is what the Quran Sharif describes zibat of as ayuhibbu ahadukum ayyakula lahma akhihi maytan fakarihitumu. Would anybody imagine eating the eating the eating the flesh of his dead brother? Allah Taala says that is how abhorrent and how disgusting it is to backbite about somebody. So now just as he wouldn't backbite bite in the month of Ramadan during during the fast because he does not want to he does not want to he does not want to destroy his fast. He does not want to lose the rewards of the fast. So likewise the long fast, the, lo the long fast of life, which will finish off when that rue comes out. But like the, per like the person, mashallah, kept the fast of the day, kept the fast of the day, and he then drank that water at the end. If he, if he kept this fast of li life correctly, and he refrained from that zibat, from that backbiting, he refrained from casting that haram glances, from looking at haram all over the place, from listening to evil, from going, from going to haram places, from that gambling, from that drinking and intoxicants, from all the sins and vices. He lived his life, the long fast, long fast he kept correctly. How, 
how will this fast be finally fast be finally what he will drink he will get to drink from the water of kausar from the mubarak hand of rasulullah sallallahu this will be that occasion like the month of ramadan like the month of ramadan finishes off 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 it finishes on eid and the and the joy of eid but the joy of eid but the joy of eid barely a few hours later the person forgot that eid was there already but the perpetual eid of akhirat if he's kept the fast of life correctly and he's acquired the taqwa that was prescribed the month of ramadan was given for the purpose of this taqwa then the eid the eid will start already in his qabr when the doors of jannah will be opened out for him when the breeze of jannah will come in when the bedding of jannah of jannah will be provided for him and the day of qiyamah like a person like a person is in great happiness on that day he day he will be jumping for joy ha umkhra'u kitabiya inni zanantu anni mulaqin hisabiya fa huwa fi 'ishati radiya so this when he will be given his book of deeds he will be going around showing it to people like on the day of eid the person going around meeting people going around meeting people in happiness he will be going around showing his around showing his around showing his book of deeds to people in happiness look at this what i got look at my results the taqwa that I, the taqwa that I, the taqwa that i lived with there's the result now this is allah taala's bounty on me and then the perpetual then the perpetual eid of jannat the eid of dunya at the end of the day that eid is over but the eid of jannat will never end now this is the short fast that is teaching us how to live the long fast how to live the long fast live the long fast in the way that we acquire that perpetual jannat that perpetual eid which is the eid in jannat so this is the purpose of purpose of purpose of purpose of purpose of ramadan to acquire this taqwa it is this taqwa that is going to bring about this to bring about this perpetual eid so now the time for stock taking has come these last few moments are left 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 to check have i made toba genuinely sincerely have i really deleted things that should never be there have i really given up that haram have i really got rid of all these vices and sins of my life or am i still just i put things on i put things on i put things on pause pause if i put it on pause then i've never made toba because pause pause pause, pause means i'll come back to it it requires delete delete that, that that whatever evils vices sins allah forbid we got involved in now this month of ramadan has come to teach us to delete this forever this forever this forever to get rid of all these get rid of all these things of us from our lives then that report card at the end of the day that result will come that this person achieved this person achieved the object of ramadan he's achieved the purpose for which he went like the person went to school went to university he came with the report saying he passed then even if he didn't get much of the awards the parents are very happy you passed you got promoted you've now graduated so it doesn't matter so it doesn't matter you didn't get the best prize for giving the best speech you didn't get the prize for didn't get the prize for this and that and the other but you passed that's the main thing the rest will come will come along will come along will come along so likewise we have to now check and check very very deeply we have to look deep down in our hearts deep down in our lives all the things that need to be cleared from ourselves how much have we cleared it up it starts off it starts off it starts off with sincere toba begging allah taala's forgiveness toba requires that we give up the sin 
it, requi it requires that there must be remorse and regret. It's not just saying some words with the tongue alone. Toba is the heart. The heart feeling the pain. The, the pain of having disobeyed Allah Ta'ala. Person loses something, something, it might be even of small value. He lost some small item also, but he feels the pain of that. He feels some, some hurt in, within his heart, within his heart. He feels some, 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 some discomfort that now, why was I careless and how did I lose this? And then he, if it's something of high value, he goes helter-skelter looking for it and he's heartbroken that how did I lose this? One person lost his phone. He was walking. He was walking in some mall somewhere and he lost the phone. It was a very, lost the phone. It was a very, very expensive phone. Very expensive meaning, how much expensive can it be? It was about 10,000, 15,000 rand, whatever it might have been. So he lost the phone. And now in that moment when he realized he lost that phone of his, whether, whether it was stolen of him, whether he dropped it somewhere, he has no idea. So now he himself is relating his situation. He says, I like, almost lost my mind. I was going around looking for it, helter skelter, helter, and to the extent that I'm opening every bin, and people are observing and watching me doing this, but I was totally oblivious of who's seeing and what's going on. I'm going to open every bin and I'm actually trying, I'm actually trying to check in every bin in all the dirt and whatever is thrown in there, that perhaps the phone is lying in here also. The phone is lying in here also. That one phone worth 10,000 rands made the person almost like go off his head. Because of dunya, he lost something in dunya, this became his condition. And now he's not bothered about who's watching and who's... He wants to go and find that lost property. We lost out, we lost out Allah knows best what not due to, what not due to our sins. Now we lost out that connection with Allah Ta'ala. We lost out our ta'aluk with Allah Ta'ala. We lost out our relationship with Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi This is a time now to make amends, to come back to make sincere tawbah, to feel that regret and remorse, to turn to Allah Ta'ala in all sincerity, that these last moments, whatever we did not do yet, to try and cover up for that. This is not a time now to while away, to let this time pass. It is a time to make sincere tawbah, to beg Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, to make some commitments in life. That is part of this tawbah as well. That that remorse is there, the regret is there. I've been missing my salah. How could I have done this? Allah Ta'ala's obligation on me, obligation on me, obligation on me. Allah Ta'ala enabled me to, enabled me to wake up in the morning and I woke up and I woke up and I didn't perform my Fajr Salah. What shukr did I give for, for, for that day that Allah Ta'ala blessed me again? The first thing should have been done is every morning a person opened his eyes, he was able to stand up, he was able to walk, he was able to see, he was still able to hear, can still speak. All these na'mas and bounties Allah Ta'ala blessed him. And we went along our day without even performing the Fajr Salah, performing the Fajr Salah. This was the first shukr of the day that we said, could have performed the Fajr Salah, likewise all the other Salah. Now that what happened, we have to make Tawbah over it, and make amends, make the Qaza. But then that regret, regret and remorse, regret and remorse has to be there. And now the commitment for the way forward. That now no Salah will ever be missed. The commitment. That now the day, the day Allah Ta'ala enabled me to start the day off, blessed me with something to eat, something to drink. I had a hearty breakfast and now that energy came in myself and now I walked out and started casting haram glances. This was the shukar I gave to Allah Ta'ala for that bounty of food that he blessed me with. Me with. If a person doesn't have something to eat for two days, he won't be able to walk. 
and for three days he might not be able to see anymore to see anymore allah ta'ala is feeding us he's giving us everything and what is the shukar we showing for all this for all this so now to think and ponder over this that i have wasted so much of time and i've done so much of disservice to my own self injustice upon my own self and how much i have put my akhirat on the line and how much i have put my i that perpetual eve on the brink now i have to make amends for all this amends for all this amends for all this come back to allah tabarak wa taala so it requires now making commitments commitments of what that all the obligations that allah tabarak has placed upon us allah tabarak has made salah compulsory upon us fasting mashallah the month of ramadan is with us if zakat is due upon any person if hajj is compulsory are we taking care of all these aspects likewise in dunya we in dunya we want not just we not ready to just do the basics with the bare minimum we always are looking is are looking is are looking for extras are looking for extras we always want something better we all better we always are trying to upgrade and upgrade and update what about upgrading our deen are we just so satisfied that we tried to perform some to perform some of the faraiz to perform some of the faraiz and done with it no more than that daily besides the faraiz the salah the surat muakkada ghair muakkada san nawafil daily allah taala's kalam the quran sharif the month the month of ramadan we should be maximizing this but daily some portion of the quran sharif should be recited some zikr of allah tbaraka ta wa taala some time dedicated for zikr some time dedicated to talk to allah taala in dua and and making the focus of our life the focus of our life deen making commitments that now i will not go near here sin that is the purpose of ramadan this is what this taqwa is all about and this is what allah taala has made all the promises upon the promises of allah taala are 100% certain aman asdaqu min allah qila who can be more truth, truthful than allah tbaraka wa taala and allah taala has given promise upon promise for people of people of taqwa aman yattaqillaha yaj'alallahu yaj'alallahu makhraja wa yarzuqhu min haythu la yahtasib that we want solutions to our problems when we come out of our difficulties allah taala has given the promise last promise is 100% 1 million percent aman yattaqillaha yaj'alallahu makhraja the one who will live with taqwa he will shun sin he will give up the disobedience of allah disobedience of allah taala he will fulfill allah taala's commands and obligations allah taala will grant him a solution to every problem yaj'alallahu makhraja wa yarzuqhu min haythu la yahtasib allah will grant him rizq from sources he cannot imagine allah is the controller of the universe and the treasures of every treasures of everything are in the hands of allah taala but what is required is taqwa we want ease in all our matters may yattaqillaha yaj'alallahu min amrihi yusra the person who the person who adopts taqwa allah will make everything easy for him allah's promise upon promise in tattaqullaha yaj'alakum furqana wa yukaffir ankum sayyi'atikum wa yaghfir lakum we want that correct understanding to be able to be able to distinguish between good and bad between what's going to be between what's going to be beneficial for us and what is harmful to us that will come when we adopt taqwa that furqan and that criterion that ability to distinguish between what is in our benefit and what is going to harm us otherwise a person goes headwise a person goes headlong into things that are going to destroy him it destroys his dunya destroys his akhirat he goes into things that destroy his marriage destroy his life destroys everything
We need that criterion in our heart that steers us away from all these things that harm us. It'll come when we start adopting taqwa. Then we'll see the light. Then we'll see what's going to benefit us, what is harmful to us and stay away from it. Person wants to be having that enjoyment of that muhabbat, of that good feeling around him, in his home, wherever he might be. The good feeling also, Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ سَيَجْعَلُوا لَهُمُ الرَّحْمَانُ وُدَّا On this iman and amal salihah. This is the same thing as taqwa. Person has brought himself on the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala promises this wood, this muhabbat, this good feeling, that all this strife and this discord and all the problems that are then the order of the day, Allah will change that into happiness, that into happiness, into peace, into mutual muhabbat and love and good feelings and the hearts will be at peace with one another. All this comes with the barakat of taqwa. So this is what this Mubarak month of Ramadan has been given to us for. This is what we have to take stock of. And we have to try our best now to bring this in place. And it starts off, as mentioned, starts off with sincere Tawbah. And we have to renew this Tawbah and make sure this Tawbah is done very deeply. And those commitments in life, that now our Salah, our Salah in order, our fasting, our Zakat, our Hajj, staying away from sin, staying away from going to places of sin, adopting correct company, because that is the key to sparseness. That the person stays in good company, that company will make him. He goes in the wrong company after the whole month of Ramadan. The whole month of Ramadan, person might have been in etikaf, person was mashallah conducting himself very well, but but he but he goes and joins company that is not in order, company that is not is not conducive. The whole benefit of the month of Ramadan will get washed out in one sitting. In one sitting, he'll end up doing what not. The company will just transform everything. So now to remain in good company, to remain in the right environment, inshallah, this benefit of Ramadan will then continue for the next 11 months if Allah has given us so much of life until that chance comes again to boost the batteries of our Iman. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq, Allah ta'ala bless us with this wealth of taqwa, make us among his true and obedient servants and keep us steadfast on deen and Iman till our last breath. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين